Hi, my happy enders. Uh, happy new week. Fuck, I can't talk. I'm so tired right now. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. Um, if you could, like, click subscribe, comment, um, especially YouTube. We're trying to get the YouTube up. And um, if you want, you can actually watch me massage. Um, you, people put it on mute and just watch my hands. It's kind of creepy, but hey. Or you can just see the reactions because we have a camera shot underneath the table where you can actually see the comedians. It's fucking cool. Uh, special thanks to Care by Design. Your guys' pain cream lotion has changed my life. I've been doing so many more massages because I do the podcast and still work at the chiropractors. So this has kept me going. Their CBD lotion, their CBD line, I do the 18 to 1 um, soft gels, which is fantastic. And they also have Absolute Extract, which is their more THC-based products. I highly suggest them. They are amazing they know exactly what they're talking about they're very educated they're one of the most well-known around and they've been around the longest so cbd care by design absolute extract um highly recommend them this week i had mark ellis on the table and i was super excited because i adore him he's hilarious um he does a lot of like he watches a lot of movies he does a lot of commentary for like rotten tomatoes and everything like that so and he's in the comedy community as well um he has he used to do um schmo knows and um the schmodown so it's he was super fun this was a really good episode and i hope you guys enjoy get undressed get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat no i promise this is not a dream it's just a happy ending with joy eileen all right okay how are you with pressure i forgot to ask uh i can go medium all right i can go medium why did you want to go if that's a must did you want to go full no it's okay because i got massages before and i feel like newbies always just like assume they're like oh no give it to me hard and then they get it hard and they're like that's the most pain i've ever experienced in my life so (laughs) i could see that i go i go medium and then if you know you want if if I feel like I could use a little more, then you can give us some extra umph and. And you can always tell me too. Okay, that's like, that's great. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. This that's is, great. I was just rubbing lotion on you. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> just that for just that for an hour would be oh fantastic. Oh my god, you sound like my husband. He's like, you go too deep, and I'm like, well, now you know how I feel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm supposed to say. I've been telling uh, like friends and stuff all week that I'm doing this podcast where I get a massage while I'm, I'm podcasting, and they all think it's the coolest idea. Ah! So congratulations. Thank you. And day. if people are watching this right now, um, I think this is a great setup, the two camera, because my camera reminds me of a scene from one of my favorite action movies of all time. Look who's talking. It is not look who's talking. Is that... <laughs> Is, is there a massage scene in Look Who's Talking? No, but when he comes out of the vagina. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. More people saw Look Who's Talking than the movie I'm about to reference. But okay, let's do it. It's my all-time favorite uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called Hard Target. And this guy's getting a massage, and uh, Van Damme comes in halfway through because he needs to get some information out of this scumbag. And so 
he just silently tells the masseuse to beat it and then he starts massaging the guy and then he just like cracks the crap out of his back and it's awesome so that's funny so if a huge uh belgium man comes in halfway through i'm fucking taking it's, off i'm just gonna let it's, you know. it's gonna be a young boy living out his fantasy <laughs> of getting massaged by jean-claude van damme Emily, you have a project. <laughs> Go find someone. You know, I've had patients like where I'll do the husband and the wife or the wife and then the husband because yeah. I work at the chiropractor. And um, there's been a couple times the husband will be like, let me go in there. And you hear the wife fall, nope, where's uh, Joy? <laughs> <laughs> you touch me enough. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever got a massage. Can I put my arms yes, back like this? Yes, First time I ever got a massage was a couple's massage in uh, La Jolla, California. I was actually doing the comedy store in La Jolla that weekend. And um, I took my uh, my girlfriend at the time down. And we went to uh, this massage parlor. And we got a couple's massage like in the same room at the same time. <laughs> and I remember walking in. And it's just such a, like, it's an unwinnable conundrum at the front desk. Because they ask you, like, she, my girlfriend's there, but they're asking me because I'm, you know, the one checking in and paying for it and everything. They're like, they look at me like, would you prefer a man or a woman? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we just started dating, lady. Why are you, like, if I say a woman, then I got a bunch of questions to answer. And if I say a man, then I get a massage from a guy, which I don't ideally want. <laughs> and you have more questions to yeah. answer. Like, and so I say way too quickly. She's like, would you prefer a man or a woman? I'm like, oh, definitely a guy. <laughs> definitely a guy. <laughs> And it's like I'm ordering at the drive-thru. Give me two guys. <laughs> and so we walk in, and we walk into this room, and there's two huge Asian dudes. They're like the two biggest Asian guys I've ever seen in my life. That's what John Con Van Dam started doing <laughs> after he <laughs> you know didn't what? get movies anymore. I actually felt like I was walking into a bad 80s action movie. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to take the trash out, honey. Hang on. <laughs> But it ended up being a great, um, great experience, great massage. Like I've always enjoyed getting massages, and um, I've always enjoyed big Asian men. That's Me why. Too. That's why I love our front bartender Toby so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I kind of treat the whole stand-up process as a, uh, as a sport. Like especially when you go on the road, it's like you travel. And you have your game that you're getting ready for that night. And so the whole day is really about preparing for that. So I like going to the gym and getting a good sweat. And I like going to write some stuff and taking a nap. And, like, massage is really – it just gets you out of every other, like, bullshit headspace that you could be in that day. And you just kind of get to relax and breathe and kind of reset. So Isn't it nice, though? It really is. And it I really, really like is. it, like, when the patients come in. I mean – been doing it for 12 years. I've had some of the same patients for 12 years. I have a lot of the same patients for 12 years. Yeah. So when they come in, it's like catching up. I'm like, what'd you do this week? Oh, did you do that? Or, oh, like, what happened? So I don't know. It's fun, and it's very relaxing. In fact, when I went on maternity leave, I had about four patients call me, and they're, when are you coming back? And I was like, <laughs> I just got them cut out of me, guys. <laughs> And I guess the massage therapist that took over for me wouldn't let them talk. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and they, she kept shushing them, and they're all, what the fuck? I had to just sit there in my thoughts and marinate. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's man. what I've always done with massage. Like, I mean, obviously we're 
we're doing a show, so I'm going to be a little chatty. I appreciate but, that. Like, I do look at, I look at pretty much any life situation like, you know, it, you're really going to have to get it out of me that I'm a comic because I'm not just going to free, like, offer that that information, you know? Right. Um, Because it doesn't matter what it is. Like, if you're sitting next to somebody on an airplane or it's your masseuse, they're like, they're going to have 19 follow-up questions about it. And it's like, I just want to get a massage, you know? Yeah. I See, I like, like, what's going on. You know, I don't really do the... Well, I have to ask the profession because then you kind of know what muscle groups to go for. Right, right. Like, are you driving a lot? Blah, 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 right. blah. But, yeah, I like... <laughs> I'm just very mysterious about it. I'm like, well, I stand for up to an hour at a time. <laughs> okay, now, yeah. as an open micer, what's the rest of the 57 minutes for? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> then I'm st- that's me practicing in front of my stuffed animal. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you get more than three minutes? <laughs> you get to say more than, hi, my name's Joy. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> well, there's the light. <laughs> Damn. I remember the first time I, I got booked in the belly room to do a show back in like 2005, maybe. And I remember, because I'd been doing potluck, and you get three minutes at mm. potluck. And like that star comes on at two minutes. That's stupid star. And, <laughs> and the belly room was an eight-minute set. Oh. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to have to do a lot of crowd work. I don't know how, to, <laughs> know how I'm going to fill eight minutes. And uh, ended up going up okay. And, you know, it's just like, I think every comic has those certain, um, you know, like litmus test things that you have to pass mm-hmm. where it's like the open mic slot, which is like three to five minutes, and then your first you know, kind of sh- more showcasey set, which is like eight to 10 minutes. And then you do like a 20, 25 minute set and you're able to like do something on the road. And then eventually it's just like, it's time to do an hour for the first time. And you never feel like fully prepared to do an hour. Right. Like there's no way to feel totally confident the first time you do, you do an hour. You just have to, you just have to go up and just, you know, you let that fight or flight kick in. Right. See, I went the opposite because the o- the only mic that I used to be able to go to when I because li- I live in Santa Clarita, it was a twenty minute mic. So when I first wow. started it, I was doing twenty minutes and I would just blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. And then when I came here, wow. they're like, okay, minutes. three minutes, and I'm all hope. Yeah. And no, I had the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's like that's kind of like the reverse challenge is once you once you do get out there and you're and you're headlining, you're doing like multiple hours in a night sometimes, and then then you come back to LA to work on new stuff, and it's like, all right, well, I get eight to ten minutes. It's like, how am I going to get all this stuff back into you know a, a really tight package and get to everything I want to get to? Speaking of really tight packages, yeah. holy shit! What? This glued. Oh, okay. Is that a, is that a compliment, or do I carry all my stress in my ass? Just the right side. <laughs> oh, the, the right? right side of your ass is very tight. The, well, have you felt the left side yet? Do they balance out, or no, is they it... do not balance out, Phil? Oh, wow. I don't know if you can feel that, but no. this is. Way oh, I bet I know why. Um, is I, that the one your hamstring? I tweaked up with? my my right hamstring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always have some sort of physical injury because I lift weights. Like I'm um, ten years younger than me. 
Oh, I do too. Yeah. I work out with my 25-year-old niece. That's so funny. I was, she, my trainer is 25 years old. And she kicks my ass. Yeah, I just and I subject myself to it. Oh, and yeah. I like the, you know, like muscle gains that I've made. Because like in the last like two years since I started having an actual personal trainer, it's like you, you see results so much quicker. Especially when you're lifting. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just doing cardio and then we just started lifting and I'm all, okay. Yeah. But I don't know, like a couple of years ago, she was like, let's deadlift. And she couldn't get it up. And I was like, yeah, I got this. I got you. And I lifted 208. Oh my gosh. Got it all the way up and then went home and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I was doing. I I actually think I did this by myself because like on my off days I try to do cardio. Uh huh. Like I'll do like sprints and stuff. Uh huh. And I think I just came out of the gates a little too fast with one of them. I mean I didn't even notice it at the time, but it's not. And then it didn't help that I'm helping a friend move the last two days, so I'm just living heavy boxes, and it's like I'm just putting way too much weight on. So I bet that's why my my right ass cheek. Yeah, you can even it's just, see. It's just, <laughs> what, it'd be so funny, the visual. Like, my my right ass cheek is so much bigger than my left one. <laughs> well, you're leaning. To, I don't know if you think you're straight right now, uh, but you're not. Oh, really? No. I'm gay? Yeah. Um, wow. Normally, I tell you that at the end of the massage, but um, surprise. Do I get a certificate or, like, a parade route? Or well, actually, how does when it work? I leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I leave, there will be somebody coming down to inform you. Oh, It'll good. It'll be a big Asian man in oh, Guam. Good. <laughs> Hi, Guam. <laughs> is, There's your John Claude Van Damme is, guy right is there. Is Guam here to present me? I'm just going to feel his ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap around your neck. <laughs> You've been claimed by one of us. Yeah. I'm going to step on your back later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we. I think you still have to introduce yourself. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so if you want to introduce yourself. To oh, hi. <laughs> my name's Mark. I like to get rubbed on camera. Um, my name's Mark Ellis. I am a comic and a weightlifter. Boom. <laughs> and a right butt cheek. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the right ass cheek. I really work on that one. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a nice butt cheek right there. Good for you. That's right. I'm one half of the way there. Congratulations. When I do nude scenes in movies, I only show my right. <laughs> That's your good side. Yeah. You're like, hold on, get my good side. <laughs> <laughs> I only work out the right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I do have uh, It's It's just funny getting um, getting in a situation like this because like, this, it's, it's really perfect timing for me. Because I've just had, like, like you know, like, life just adds up. And you have, like, a lot of tension and stuff. And you just want to yep. release it somehow. Because I haven't had a massage in a good little while, so. It, you know what? It's this week. This week has been. Oh, yeah? For everybody? I think so. Like, everybody I've massaged. And then my husband's been out to sea. And all the kids are starting back to school. Yeah. And I don't have that. You deal with it. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to deal with all of this. <laughs> Yeah, that. <laughs> it's me. It's awful. I'm like, fuck. Somebody came to the house one time and they were like, oh, you, just, oh, you need to talk to the head of the household. And I was like, what? Ah, shit. Yes. I think that's me. Yep. I don't want to 
And it's, I never had to do open house because I always work late on Wednesdays, always. And so I'm like, fuck, I have to go meet the teacher. I'm going to be the parent that she meets first. Oh, shit. <laughs> you should open with the massage. <laughs> All right, this, the, the, this parent-teacher conference is going to be a little different. <laughs> Please take your top off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my kid imagines you anyway. So. <laughs> right? Um, especially Brody. Oh, my God. That kid, my youngest, is going to be the one that causes the most trouble. You can tell early. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He, how old is he? He's eight. Yep. He's eight. I've already taken him to open mics because he oh, loves boy. comedy. Does he really? He watches Kill Tony every Monday. <laughs> Fuck. In fact, we went to a barbecue, and Joel, the drummer of Kill Tony, was there. Mm -hmm. He fangirled so hard. He's all, oh, my God. And he was hugging Joel, and he was sitting next to Joel. And I was like, sorry. That's great. Well, but I really wasn't lying when I say my kid loves Kill Tony. Like, oh. Are parents cool now? Like, if your 8-year-old hears, like, bad language or, like, adult kind of, like, things like that, is it just one of those things where you just kind of realize – in the modern age of technology, you, it's it's impossible to police, so yeah. you just kind of let them discover it. Because I think I remember, like, it, like I, I think that my parents kind of didn't want us to hear, like, bad words, but they would say it all the time in the house. So it's like, don't, you can't watch Eddie Murphy Raw, but we're going to be cussing. <laughs> right. Because the Redskins are losing to the Cowboys by two touchdowns, so... <laughs> I don't know. I think because we've been so open with the kids. Well, one, my oldest, we were going through a huge custody battle because my husband decided to marry a twat. And then his ex-wife's a bitch, too. And um, Oh, boy. So Give her the Van Damme massage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would break <laughs> that woman. And so, like, we were going through court stuff, and it was just so yeah. much. And, like, oh. So I think the kids saw it. And... Anything like before I even started comedy, we would watch comedy, so the kids kind of knew, I think. But I will say, the first time I took Brody to an open mic, he was laughing at stuff I didn't think he would understand. That's cool. <laughs> and I was all, Oh, you, you know more than I think you know. Okay, right. Well, and there's uh, there's that, that movie, it's coming out, uh, I guess the tonight actually, the night they were taping is uh, The Good Boys. Oh, yes, and um. I'm pretty lucky for one of my jobs. I get to, like, review and talk about movies. Um, so I'm, like, certified on Rotten Tomatoes, and I host a lot of stuff for them. And so I get into early screenings of movies, which is such a cool perk. Right. And I saw, I saw that movie earlier this week, and it's so funny because it's sixth graders, and it's, it's kind of like a super bad or a American pie for sixth graders. Right. Where they're not trying to get laid. They're just they're trying to experience their first kiss. Uh-huh. But it's a hard R because, like, they just get in so many misadventures. But it's, like, I think the movie really strikes that perfect tone of, like, sixth graders know more than you would expect uh -huh. them to know in one sense. But they're also so dumb and so immature because they don't know enough to know what they don't know. Exactly. You know? So, like, they're they're looking at all these sex toys like like they think they're weapons. <laughs> And, like, I remember that. Like, I can look back on me literally in sixth grade at the beginning of junior high and just thinking I knew everything but, like, not knowing anything about how 
sex or talking to girls or anything actually worked as an adult. Yeah. It's just so such a funny age. That's funny because I have <laughs> way too much information. I own a wand. And oh, that's great. What's the wand? Is that the, like, it goes up the thing? It, no, it's just, it, it's clitoral, but it has yeah. um, it has attachments. Okay. But it looks like a microphone, and <laughs> I have caught my eight-year-old singing into it, yeah. and I'm all, oh, I cannot wait until you're old enough for me to tell you exactly what that is. Right, right. <laughs> like, oh. That's going to be a good day. And then my... You should get it on tape. <laughs> Please tell me you filmed it. No. But then... We were having sex one day, and the kids came home early, and I, for some reason, was able to get dressed faster than my husband, and we just had this little bullet, and I was like, hide it. So he fucking throws the covers on top of it, <laughs> and it was our middle son, and he was super young, and he was, we had a gopher in our yard, and he would call it a goofer. He's like, Mom, there's the goofer. So Oh, that's so funny. He's in our room, and he screams, and I'm like, what? And he's all, there's a goofer in your bed, and I'm going to kill it. And I was like, that's an expensive goofer. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what the part in my, uh, I'm still like a sixth grader. What exactly is the bullet? The bullet is just a little tiny sex toy. It's like an egg, and you put it on your clit. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. It's the baby of sex toys. Well, I feel like, you know, I think that, that women have really perfected the art of like toys in the bedroom. Oh yeah. And guys, because like we we we, we come with a toy, right? You know? <laughs> like and and so we really are kind of far behind when it comes to like other things that are gonna get you off. And so now, you know, they're inventing like sex robots and stuff like that for us. But it, that that just seems like way too much work. That, yeah. You know? No kidding. You had to brush your hair. <laughs> take her out to dinner I'm like oh that's the future that's the future right it cracks me up because they make them all pretty with their hair done and you mm -hmm. know guys like fucking just make her bald so i don't have to deal with that shit <laughs> she's gonna get mad because i put a yeah. scrunchie in her hair and you're gonna be like bitch <laughs> the good news it's a robot you can fucking the bad news is that you have to wait an hour for it to be ready before right. you take it to dinner you forget to charge it you're yeah. all <laughs> damn it <laughs> But I've I've never in I've been in one relationship where like the toys were kind of involved a little bit, but nothing that was ever because it's not it's not necessarily like my cup of tea. Well, you, you don't know? have kids. Um, when you have kids, you have to go fast. So anything that helps it go fast. Oh, like, that's oh. okay. That's interesting. Because mm -hmm. we really didn't dabble in toys because we had more time. Yeah. But then as the kids, you know, you have a fucking commercial break. You're like, go, 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 SpongeBob's on. Like, go. Oh, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh-huh. I just, I think I always just imagine, like, like, couples are so busy or whatever, they just have, maybe that's it, too, though. It's, you do it. <laughs> right. But, but I think it's also, like, if you've been married to somebody or you've been with somebody for a while, you might need that, like, extra little, you know, dose Right. To, to kind of spice it up because I've never, I haven't been in a relationship for longer than like two years. Okay. And so, you know, it's like, I think that if you hit a certain point, you do want to keep it interesting. You do. But also like. I mean, as great as I am with the missionary position, I can understand <laughs> that might get a little old to some people. After 15 years. <laughs> again? Yeah. There's still that spot on the ceiling you haven't painted. <laughs> Like, I always tell my husband that I know when I need a pedicure after we had sex because I stare at my toes and I'm like, oh, there's a chip. Fuck. Yep. 
Hurry up. I got to go. I have thought so many random sports thoughts during sex. <laughs> and not because I'm trying to not come. I'm not like, oh, shit, think about baseball. It's just I'm, I'm literally like, like I'm having sex. And I'm like, I really wonder if Antonio Brown's feet are going to heal in time for the season to start. Just because those are the thoughts that pop in your head. I you get know? it. Well, see, I wouldn't use sex toys with anybody but, well, this is going to sound weird, anybody but my husband. But that's just because I'm more secure with him. So Yeah, there's got to be a level of trust. And like, right. I mean, I, I, that, that's probably the other element to it, too, is that not a lot of people are introducing the concept of sex toys like after the second date. You right. know? I do have friends who have shit in their purse and they're like, okay. And I'm like, dude, I yeah. could never no. do that. I would rather yeah. pretend to orgasm, have him go away, and then tell him later, like, hey, guess what? That didn't really happen. Yeah, I think it's like a gradual thing that you, yeah. d- you get used to somebody's kind of proclivities and that sort of thing. It's not like your second date. Well, sushi was great. You want to go back and look at my swing? Right. <laughs> Although my sister-in-law used to sell, like, fuckerware, and... Um, she used to have these big fuckerware parties, and she had a sex swing, and we set it up in my in-law's house because <laughs> we were doing the party there, and my father-in-law came home, and I was on it, and it hangs across the door. So he opens the front door, and I'm all, wee! <laughs> and he comes around, and he's all, what the fuck? And I'm all, your daughter put me in it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he know what it was right away? Yeah, he's like, I'm... I just had to get my pull stick, and I was like, "That's being used too." And he's like, "God damn it, Joy!" That's so funny. <laughs> what what is what is fuckerware? It's like Tupperware, but dildos, and it's a pyramid scheme. They come to your house, and women come and have a party, and you try. Helpful. Yeah. Are I don't know. I'd rather have Tupperware than some of that shit. Is honestly. it like that that like Mary Kay thing for? Uh... <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Or it's like herbal life. It's, it's adult herbal life. That's exactly what it is. That's so funny. And she sold it for a while, and it was my favorite yeah. thing because... Well, how do you initiate that conversation? You just go door-to-door high. Women are whores. Uh, wow. Like, let me tell you, I... Okay, so I do a lot of author signings, and I go, and these women... Like, my books are pretty tame. Like, my books could almost be considered young adult because they have sex, but it's not crazy sex. You, you write books? Yeah. I'm self-published, Jeez. so it's whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, these... His women, right butt cheek perked up and flexed. <laughs> I love that. That's His left one cheek. still flaccid. <laughs> His right hamstring tensed up. Was it the sick. move or was it the introduction of the bullet to the bedroom? <laughs> The microphone. (laughs) But, like, some of the authors will bring their cover models, right? So it's just models who are gracing the cover of their books. Yeah. But women associate these men with the men in the books. Like, they don't see him as a human being. Yeah. And they go crazy for these poor guys. Like, I've seen models get their ass grabbed, their cock grabbed. Like, they'll come over because I always bring my husband with me. They'll come over and sit with him, and they just look like they have PTSD. They're like, oh, my God. I really do wonder, because, like, I, you know, we know, like, in, in the real world and, like, online and social media and stuff that women just get the crappied out of them a lot more so than men do mm-hmm. and judged. Um, but I wonder if when it comes to an adult setting, you know? Right. Like a, like a Thunder Down Under 
versus a yes. versus a strip club um, for women. I wonder which clientele base is better behaved. I you can know? probably tell you the men, because I used to um, date a strip club DJ. And, oh, that's um, so great. Yeah. Coming to the kitchen, Joy, she's going to eat 12 eggs. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of protein this morning. <laughs> Just con He never turns it off. He was so gross. <laughs> oh, and he cheated on me. That's true. That is so funny. It was a bad decision. <laughs> what, what was his name? His name was DJ Smoke. Oh, my God. That's so great. But his so name great. was James. Really don't know what his last name yeah. is. Because um, he told me, like, three different names. That's so great. James, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm already at the Burger King drive-thru. <laughs> Coming into the cup holders a Diet Coke. And I used to do my homework in the DJ booth because I was, I was a good girl. Yeah. So, like, I was doing my chemistry, and, like, these girls would come up and be like, can you see my string? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> And then they're like, we want to teach you how to strip. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't touch that pole with somebody else's hands boiled in bleach. Like yeah, that. right. Ugh. But I think the men behave because they know that the bouncers. Yeah, I, I think the bouncers have a, it, I think that their mission's a lot easier mm -hmm. to just like throw a guy out. And if you still can't get him out of the club, beat the shit out of him. Right. Versus uh, a woman, you're, it, I think you're a lot more likely to, you know, you can't put your hands or or strike a woman, obviously, uh, regardless of how drunk or rowdy they're getting. And so it's got to be handled in a different manner that's a little more, you and know, discreet. Women truly think that, you know, because, I, I, because I'm a woman, I can act a certain way because I'm a woman. Nobody's going to, you know. Well, yeah, they can't. They, they, they can't. Right. right. They can't handle you the same way that they would handle kicking a guy out of a club. Because, yeah, I've never been to the Down Under clubs or the Thunder, you know, those Magic Mike's things. Yeah. But I have friends, like, when we have author sign-ins in Vegas, they're like, we're going there. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and um, they get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I mean, I won't say, like, my friend, she brings sex toys for swag. Like, people will, she brings, like, little bullets and. Yeah. You know, little penises and stuff. And, like, we have fun, but these women, sometimes they get a little over them. I, you know, plus, they're like, I'm out of the house. I don't have kids. I'm going to ruin their political career by making all of the bad decisions and getting it on tape. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not a uh, strip club person at all. I've been, obviously, I've been, you know, I've been zero to three times, depending on who's asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been. Yeah, right. Unless it's my mom because she's the one that dropped me off. <laughs> but I like, I, I don't, I don't seek them out, and I don't think I'll ever go back to. I haven't been to one probably in ten years. I just never enjoyed it, um, and it's just not my scene at all. You know. I will tell you, like, okay, it was called Platinum Beavers, <laughs> and That's I so great. would love. I don't know if it ha if there is one, but if there's not, I want to create a website with just all of the names of every strip club in the state, like California, Alabama, yeah. all of them. Because the names are fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like, because like, there, there's some comedy clubs that have silly names. Uh-huh. It's nothing compared to strip clubs. No. You know? And then just, um, but I've seen Platinum Beavers with its lights on. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> and Texas is a little different because Texas, if it's topless only, you can have a bar. But if it's fully nude, you cannot have a bar. Ah, okay. But... Is it BYOB? You can bring your own, yeah. Oh, good. Bring bring six Shiner box. Uh, men would come in with coolers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this doesn't seem smart at all. But ugh. but I never saw a man like get kicked out of Platinum Beavers either. They were pretty tame. Also, the women there weren't that pretty. <laughs> like, well, that's why you get to bring your own cooler. Oh. <laughs> First time I walked in, their true story, I actually have a bit about it, but I walked in and there was a stripper and she had the birth control patch and the nicotine patch yeah. on the same arm. And I'm all, oh, this is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps that fantasy going. I was all, oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck, her name was Toy. <laughs> oh, and she was like 60. I swear she was so old. I'm like, dude. She's a, that's a seasoned veteran. Yes. Is what that is. Yes. She uh, didn't even have to take her clothes off. She'd just walk on stage. A KG pro. Yeah. <laughs> All the other ones learned from her. Yeah. I think I'm just kind of a babe in the woods when it comes to sex stuff in general. Like, I, I never got into uh, watching porn either. I, I don't have the self esteem to watch porn. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, don't have the, uh, I don't have the stamina to watch porn. Like, <laughs> like j just the mental investment it takes to believe this stuff even for five minutes that's true yeah and that's when my movie critic side comes out <laughs> yeah yeah the, the, the plot was a little thin gotta be honest where's the character arc <laughs> i will say though that i I don't know a lot. Like, I know what toys I have, and that's about as far as I get. Right. But we went to a sex shop once because my cousin was getting married, and I had this thing in my head. I wanted to make her a penis cake. So we go to the sex club or the sex shop. I love that that's just like a thing you had to do. I know. I get weird ideas in my head. Oh, my God. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm, that's how I decided to write a book. I was like, I'm going to write a book one day, and I did. And then same thing with comedy. I was like, I want to do that. I think that's how the, the original uh, Ten Commandments story in the Bible started. Was a burning bush told Noah he has to make a penis cake. And, exactly. And Noah's like, can I get, just give him some rules instead? I think, I think a penis cake might, 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 they might take it the wrong way. <laughs> so we go in and there's these rubber feet that look like dog toys. Yeah. And I was like, John. What are those for? And he's like, oh, those are people with foot fetishes. And I'm like, what? Are, oh, yeah. I'm like, what do you do with those? And he's like, oh, you can paint their toes. You can, um, like, jerk off with them. And he goes through this whole long list, like, to the point where I'm like, do, do you have a foot fetish? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. So then we're walking by, and there is a arm to about here, and it's in a fist. Oh, yeah. And I pick it up. That's a... And I start hitting him with it. I'm like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and he's like, please stop. And I'm like, I want this. I want to hit the kids with it. This is what I want to punish the kids with. And he's like, Joy, that's a fister. And I was all, I don't care. I still want it. No, it's. I think that's the best punishment tool because you have to use it once. Uh -huh. And then you can be like, do not test me today, kids, or I will punch you with mommy's fist vagina. <laughs> right. 
mommy's vagina fist. Well, what a great story for them, though. Like, oh, you got spanked with a spatula? You think that was bad? Yeah, I had a wooden spoon, but, like, if my neighbor down the street had a fist that had been in his mom's vagina... Well, first of all, I'd be like, hey, I should play at your mom's house more often. <laughs> I don't watch porn, but I think I, I'm into this. Is that show Wife Swap still on? Hey, Dad, <laughs> can we nominate ourselves? <laughs> Um, well, this is, I was, I was actually thinking about this this week. Like I remember I went to a Catholic school when I was in sixth grade. And so w- one of the kids brought a condom to school and like literally none of us knew exactly what it was. Like, like we thought we, we like all of us thought it was for balloon animals. Aww. And this one kid who was like, kind of like the, the wisest of us, the one you with know? the mustache, the, the one with the, yeah, he's like, he's already grown a little bit of facial uh-huh. hair. He like, he's like, I know what it is guys. He's like, my uncle does magic. And like, so I cut to like us in the bathroom taking turns blowing into this condom, trying to make a snake out of it. And then we, but it's Catholic schools. Like the nuns have no idea what the hell it is either. So we're just all kind of like in shock as to what this thing is. And then we figured out you put it on your Jimmy and it's like, oh, that's the funniest thing ever. So then we're dying laughing for the rest of the day. Question, did any of the nuns have carpal tunnel? Oh, that's great. Well... It's a, come to think that they all did. They were they were all older, and they did kind of walk around like Mr. Burns. So <laughs> that that is a distinct possibility. I've but, always wondered that. Like so I never really had any like embarrassing theories about like what sex was or like how you did it or anything like that. I just like again, I just always kind of wanted to get to first base. That was always my big thing. You What's know? first base to you? Just a kiss. Okay. Just a kiss. Yeah. Very innocent, shy boy. Now, did you ever find anything that now you realize, holy shit, that was my parents' sexual stuff? Never. I don't think, like, I might just be so blind to it, but I don't think that my parents had sex toys. I really don't. (laughs) 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 They did. (laughs) Joy's next patient's my mom, who can shed some more light on the issue. Only because, like... I, I don't, but it's funny because, like, I and so I never heard my parents have sex until, like, one night. It was like, a, I was like a junior in high school, and then I heard something, and I'm like, is that like a wolf howling? What the hell is that? <laughs> and then I told, I was talking to my sister about it the next day, and she's like, because my sister's room was right above my parents' room. Oh, shit. And mine wasn't. So my, and so my sister's like, yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that, that's what happens. And then, like, <laughs> that's what happens. Mom turns into a wolf. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was like just. Like porkies. It was so funny. Like Porky's when they called that lady Lassie. Lassie, yeah. (laughs) You'll find out. No, because my mom, oh, my mom had a dildo. There you go. And I found it, and she told me it was for her ears. That is great. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And then, like, (sighs) I realized, oh, that's not for her ears. (laughs) (laughs) And then my son, my middle son, he was watching rabbits have sex once, and my sister. It's a good activity for a kid. <laughs> my sister-in-law walked up and she's like, "Hey, Caleb, what are you watching?" And he's like, "Oh, these bunnies—they're kayaking." I have no idea. Oh, I don't wow. know where he got that from, but I cannot wait until his girlfriend's like, "Hey, do you want to go kayaking?" And he's like, like "Yes." Hell yes. And then she's like, "He's like, what? What's a little boat for?" Yeah, <laughs> let's kayak like rabbits. In our in our front yard, we our neighbors had rabbits and they were just running around and they were just doing what bunnies do best. 
And Caleb was like, they're kayaking. I was going to say, that'd be weird if he was watching, like, Discovery Channel. <laughs> I know. Discovery Channel for kids. And so the host is like, these rabbits are just kayaking. <laughs> Nothing to see here. That's how they start porn. Like, yeah. they're like, okay, like, you start watching animals have sex. I'm sure there's kayaking porn out there. Oh, there's got to be. There's, there's massage porn out there. Oh, I didn't I'm... even think about that until I started this podcast. Wait, is that what we're making right now? Yeah. But uh, you're gay. Like, yeah. So yeah. Guam's going to be in here in a minute. That's when, that's when Guam's hands come <laughs> on me. <laughs> tickle your butthole with his big old ponytail. <laughs> his ponytail doubles his anal beads. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, when you get a boner, does your ponytail shrink? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a constant tug of war <laughs> inside his body. <laughs> oh, no, um, one time we were walking past him. We were leaving work, and she goes, you think his pubic hair is the same? Yeah. <laughs> Joy, now every time I see him. Just a, he's just got a bunch of tiny ponytails down there. <laughs> well, Guam, I just assume he's like, he doesn't do, he's just completely black or white. Like, yeah. he's bald or hair. Right, right. Like, there's no anything else with Yeah, there's Guam. just, there, there's, it's all shaved on one side. Yeah. <laughs> Ponytail on the other. And it limps a little, it goes a little crooked. <laughs> he's just the only guy, for those of you like listening or watching, you don't know who Guam is, he's just got... It's like bald up top, like shaved head up top, and then the back, like starting from just below the crown of his head down in the back and like behind his ears, he grows a lot of hair. And so he's got in like this ponytail that goes down. It's like braided all the way to his ass pretty much, right? Yep. <laughs> he is the first one to yeah. hit on me here. Oh, really? Uh-huh. John went to the With bathroom. With his unicorn tail? Yeah. John went to the bathroom and he's like, oh, are you a comic? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just starting out. And he's like, oh, and I was like, yeah, I'm a massage therapist. And he's like, oh, you could massage me and then do your jokes and I'll help you with your jokes. <laughs> and I'm like, none of that sounds like I'm getting a good deal out of this. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm married. And he's all, damn. Yep. <laughs> Each one of your jokes has a, has a happier ending. Right. Thanks to Guam. Like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Thanks. How, how, when did you start working here? Um, working here, yeah. I've been here a year next month in the kitchen. Oh, okay. But I've been hanging out here like six to seven years. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I mean, because I know I've seen you around before. I, yeah. Because it's funny, we bumped into each other in the kitchen a couple weeks ago, and it's like, <laughs> oh, I know you from stand-up. It's like, you work here? And then it's like, well, what started first? Was it chicken or the egg kind of thing? It was not chicken tenders. Yeah. So can, yeah. <laughs> Is that the oil that's being rubbed on my back right now? <laughs> yeah. the, the fry cook oil? Oh. You have to recycle it. So. Oh, that almost made me vomit. <laughs> We're going to have to cut that part out of the video, because I'm pretty sure I turned green. Oh. <laughs> I mean, all the food here is delicious. <laughs> there you go. Um, Way to sell it. Comedy store is fantastic. It is funny when I'm on stage sometimes and I see, and I'm like, we serve that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just wait. We're getting a whole new menu. Yeah. I'm ex We're getting French fries back. I'm going to be so fucking fat. It's going to be amazing. It's, before we served food here is when I was, I was uh, like working here as an employee. And I worked the uh, cover with this pizza place. I can't, pizza, it was called Pizza Rustica. And it opened across the street. And every employee here gained 10 pounds <laughs> within a month. Because we'd run over there. And like, if you told me we were to the comedy store, they'd give you like a free pizza. Oh. And they had a lot of good options. And it was just like that perfect 
kind of either you just got off stage or you're in the middle of a shift kind of food that just absorbs everything right and um it was really good and then like none of us could ever go back there because we all ate so much of it yeah, i have a feeling when this menu changes it's gonna be bad i was like Dang, no no i like that we have amazing like food um so i don't <laughs> eat it all the time but i'm like shit i like french fries well what do you prefer like i mean because i look at movie theaters the same way as comedy clubs where i think the simpler the food selection, the better. Yes. Like, because if you go to, when, when you're working improvs, it's nice for the, say. it's nice for the comics because, you know, we're in the green room, we can order like burgers and steaks and all that stuff. But like, I just kind of want the comedy club audience to have yes. a couple drinks and maybe something to snack on. I completely agree with you. Like, I, Flappers too, their menu is phenomenal. Yeah. But, yeah. I had for, you know, because I've done a couple bringer shows there. And there I'm like, how do you like my comedy? They're like, the mac and cheese was great. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, you know, or I got a brownie. Like, it's just, it's a lot. It's the same thing with movie theater, like, like movie theaters that have like the full menu and like, yeah. It's like you're eating at a Morton Steakhouse and like you have waiters coming to check on you. And they're really good about being like quiet during the movie, but it's still, it's like, I just want to get a big bag of popcorn and that's it. You I know? agree. Wait, there yeah, oh, yeah, and it's like a recliner, and yeah. <laughs> I, I loved how you just turned into a 90-year-old. <laughs> they have food at the talkies now? She does that. <laughs> they don't do that back home. Why? <laughs> I'd like to drink a phosphate while Cary Grant is on the screen. <laughs> yeah, they, um, I, I, was, I was in line behind somebody at an AMC, and they're ordering, like, chicken and waffles, and I'm like, what the? Yes. What, what world am I in right now? Flappers has a dirty Shirley Temple, and they put a um, red licorice straw in it. <laughs> and I got it, and John's like, they fucking made that for you. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I went on stage. first time I've ever went on stage with a drink. I was like, I'm not letting this go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, uh, My special is going to be coming out soon. We're, uh, I'm talking to a, a few different distributors at the moment, so I'll have the exact info on all my social media at Mark Ellis Live. Um, and that's where you can go for tour dates, MarkEllisLive.com. Perfect. All right. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. Thank you so much, Joy. I would love to be, like, I don't know if you have, like, regulars, but <laughs> I would love to be your first, like, regular. Like, I want to be the norm of That would this. be fantastic. I walk in, they say, Mark, I get a quick rub on whatever <laughs> hamstring or glute feels Ooh. particularly stressed. Yeah. Yes. No, actually, you know what? We should definitely book a return appointment because, like, I want to do it again in, like, a month, and I want you to tell me if my right ass is still stronger than my left. <laughs> you can ass. see it. Like, you, like, so, you I don't made know me you, like, so self-conscious <laughs> now when I'm no, on stage. Just, you can like, tell. You know what? If I could have flipped you over and got your quad. Yeah. Because I bet your quad. I don't know if you have a foam roller. Um, I, I, I do the foam rolling after I, I work out with my trainer occasionally. Foam roll your quad out. Yeah. That will help immensely. Okay. So, yeah, take your time getting up. Um, she's going to go block the door, and I'm going to go over there. So It was uh, a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> when do I get to meet Jean-Claude? <laughs> oh, he's coming right now. <laughs> 
All right, that was my episode with Mark Ellis. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, once again, please like, click, subscribe, comment, send me emails at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Until next week. <laughs>